All right, today's guest is one of the best blokes in the footy industry. Was extremely unlucky through injury during his time at the Dockers and the Giants, although his impact as an internal culture builder is unrivaled. This man played 80 games and kicked over 30 goals, playing mostly in the back line, I might add. But the amount of people he's positively influenced during his time as a professional athlete is too large to count. He retired last year at the ripe age of 26 and is now continuing to pursue a career as a model-like businessman and enjoy life with family and friends. Tommy Sheridan, how are you, mate? Jimmy boy, geez, that's a fair rap. <laughs> you deserve, you deserve you say, it, mate. Can you, say that, can you say that again? I'll record it, mate. You can listen to it again, mate. No, I love. I was going to say, uh, I love. No worries, mate. I love talking to you and and people like you. You're full of energy, mate. Enthusiasm is very contagious. You've always you've always been like that, though, haven't you? Yeah, I always say um, the vibe and energy is crucial because then mm. if you're around someone um, like yourself, you can you know you both just go to new levels, don't yeah. you? And you got to. Not every day you do a podcast as well, so you find <laughs> you find a gear or two. Um, That's it. But yeah, I, I I do enjoy having a yarn. Yeah, that's it, mate. And you said you enjoy making people laugh as well. I remember you said that in your your farewell vid from the Giants, and that's what you've been doing for a while. Are you missing that uh, at the moment, or are you still making people laugh in, in retired life? Oh, yeah. I'm not around many people at the moment. I was yeah. telling you off air, um, life's a bit different at the moment. I'm working from home on a laptop trying to... Um, you know, going through designs of sunglasses and mm. and meeting as many people as I can, but um, the banter levels are nowhere near as good because I'm not around some some blokes. You know, yeah, 44, 45 blokes in the yeah. locker room. There's nothing like the locker room. I'm sure you're aware. So yeah. I'm looking forward to. Um, I'm actually going to head up and watch the game Sunday. So I'm looking forward to seeing oh, a few of the old boys at the uh, at the Giants, which mm. should be good. Yeah. So what have you been doing, mate? You've been playing a bit of golf, a few parties, beers. You've been working on your yeah. business. I reckon it went party off-season was like, well, obviously the end of my career. Mm. Um, retired, probably drank way too many beers. <laughs> then went back to Sydney, did um, November, I didn't drink, um, got pretty fit. And then December was pretty large. And mm. then I was like, righto. I was working, obviously, we did a campaign in Queensland off the back of the hub, so a mountain of work there, um, definitely overindulged. And then, yeah, I've just been laying low the last few months. Um, yeah, just working, um, chipping away, as they say, and then had a golf weekend on the weekend, um, the old Sheridan Masters. It's a, it's a once-in-a-year event, and there's some good blows, that's 40 or 50 blokes, um, all uh, all distant cousins and uncles and, um, you know, I'm, I'm probably one of the younger guys, but they're all the all funny bastards, so... Yeah. Yeah, that had that, and um, I actually won it last year. I had a fair handicap, so they um, they give everyone a handicap based on how they go. And yeah, um, and what was yours this year? I uh, this year I drew because my handicap's still quite generous. I don't yeah. think I'll ever get another chance. But <laughs> I choked, mate. We had a playoff hole with my uncle, um, no. or uh, or not my uncle, but um, my dad's cousin, and uh, he uh, yeah, Mark, he, he beat me on the playoff hole. I've got some footage coming because it's getting it cut up. So. Uh, yeah, I actually heard you talk about that on Dylan Friends pod, and the boys were giving you a bit of stick for it. But that's right; you're not a bad yeah. player, mate. I've seen I've seen you in action. Hey, um, yeah. how is that like that transition? Because you're obviously an upbeat um, bloke. You love being around everyone else. You were explaining a bit about that. Like now, you're you're not playing footy. There's no structure around you. You're not around people every day. Is it a bit difficult now to transition to like normal life? You've always since you you know since you're a teenager, mate. You've been part of a footy club, so it's a bit different, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, I was actually chatting to someone today about it. It's, it is challenging. 
not having a schedule uh, put forward towards you. It's actually nice to be able to do your own thing, but it, I'll be honest, I've lost a bit of my routine. Morning routine has been tough. There's like days where if things are scheduled in early, I like get out of bed and I'm up and about. I only need, you know, I don't even need much sleep because I'm really energised and enthusiastic. But then when there's something, um, there's nothing too exciting on it, it does become a bit of a challenge. And mm, yeah. uh, I have probably given, like the gym, I haven't really been going to the gym much, but I've been running a fair bit. There's like a bit of a relief in terms of exercise. Uh, it's been it's been different. I still I still haven't adapted to be honest. I'm still adapting. I I um yeah I, I I'm still learning what it is that um that kind of I'm missing. But yeah, the routine with the industry I'm in, I can kind of work real late, and it's not good because you might have a sleep in. But then there's days where you might wrap it up a bit earlier. So I've still got a bit of work to do. Yeah, can you give that um that industry a bit of a plug, mate? It's Rick's eyewear, isn't it? Yeah, so Rick's eyewear, anywhere eyewear. Um, yeah, it's the sunglass brand I've had for nearly five years now and um, diving in, diving right in and uh, we've got plenty of good plans for the year. Um, plenty of hard work, mate. Like a lot of work, anyone with a small business, I had off. It's so hard, but it's so rewarding once everything comes together. So. Yeah, incredibly proud of everyone that we've got. We've only got a small team, but um, and everyone that supports us, the uh, the ASL community, all the boys that do help us out, and everyone else. It's, um, it is really appreciated, and it goes a long way. And um, yeah, it's hard work, mate. So yeah, as I said, it's, it's been good. It's been a good challenge. Mm, I'll put uh, I'll put the website in. Um in the description as well, so everyone can get on there. Rick's eyewear, they're good stuff. I've got a pair as yeah, well, mate, and I'm going to get some more. Hey, um, are you going to be playing local footy? Are you going to get back into it? Oh, I'm, I'm close to committing to a club. Yeah? I, I won't say who it is. Oh, mate, yeah, you could break close. it here. <laughs> yeah, no, I haven't committed yet, so I need to okay. wait for I'm on. Yeah, um, yeah, fair enough. Yeah, I, I, I'm close. I'm close. I think I missed being around the boys and um, actually a good opportunity to meet some new guys and um, a new club and I haven't committed yet because I'm working out, you know, when I'm ready. I, haven't, I actually haven't touched the football or moved sideways in uh, since the hub. So I don't want to get injured either, but I've, yeah. I've been running like a bit of a madman at the moment. So I'm actually, I'm pretty confident I'll be sweet, but um, I think I'm missing the people, not the game, but mm. I've also... I, didn't like the way I, the way I finished. I really hated the game, if I'm honest. But yep. I think that from speaking to people that are close to me, they fell back in love with the game at a lower level. Mm. Um, when I say lower level, a level below AFL, so it's not so serious. So I might give it a go, mate, and um, see if it's uh, see if I can find the passion again. Yeah, well, like I've heard you say, you still believed you had footy in you. Um, so, like, can you take me through that decision to retire, that process? And was it? Do you think that the hub played a part in that, or was that coming either way? The hub, the hub, the hub killed me. Like, yeah. The hub was, the hub was really hard. Um, I was injured as well, and I felt felt so disconnected from the group personally, being injured because the hub was so um, so unique. Like it was, things were changing twenty four seven. Like mm. you didn't know when the next meeting was because. Even with the coaches, because there was four, five, there were five day turnarounds or whatever. And when I was injured, it was like starting to get real hard. And then as I think I did my hammy against Frio, which I thought Leon should have picked me, mm. 
and I still think he should have picked me. He should have given me a go at my old team. Yeah. Um, and he didn't, and that really hurt. And I don't know how much he realised it hurt, but for me to then go out and um, do my uh, hammy in the in the game, in the second game at Frio's training facility, I felt like that was a bit of a nail in the coffin. And yeah. from that moment on, I was like, okay, don't stress, but I reckon um, I need to have a serious conversation. And when I did have the conversation with... Leon and Dace, I went up to Dace actually, I said, mate, let's sit down, and he got Leon, and I said, where are we at? And they said, we don't know, and transparently said, you're probably more chance of not getting a contract, but again, we don't know how many we're going to retain, and yeah. um, in the end, they did lose a fair few, so I don't know where it could have landed, but to be honest, mate, I've lost the passion, I've lost the, I've lost the passion I used to have after so many injuries, and I was just ready to move on and mm. reconnect with family and I'm enjoying, that's the thing I'm really enjoying is hanging out with, um, I'm actually heading to my cousin's birthday today. Like yeah. these things, I haven't been out of for like nine years. Mm. So, um, yeah, just when you lose the passion, um, it doesn't matter what it is, it becomes hard work. And I think I might've been a bit of, I had a, I'd read Terrence Cast and, you know, I got, I thought I was pretty poor. Like, it, it didn't end well at Frio, so that was a grind. And then, it's kind of like everything went so well and then so poor, and I was just like, oh, this is kind of um, this is kind of enough for me. I've kind of had enough. Like I don't really can't be bothered anymore. If that makes sense, I'm pretty keen to put my energy elsewhere. So, and also there's young guys on that list where I was like, they've got heaps of passion and talent. I'd rather see them shine than have me potentially get another rookie contract and grind. Mm, did Did you see like other players? in like maybe a similar mindset to you that they kind of lost the passion or it was a, a do you think that's one of the reasons why you, uh, the team might have struggled as a group? Oh, there's no doubt some blokes are struggling. Yeah. When you're losing and I'll, I'll ask you with a bath, like I, I reckon other clubs are the same. Like yeah. when you're not winning and you're in that environment, there was no release and, you, and, and you'll, you'll see almost like last year was a unique year. It's shorter quarters. The game wasn't as open. Blokes were defending better, it's hard to score. It was a bit of a unique actual, when I look back now and think about the actual um, feedback I've got from a few boys on just the practice games, they're saying the game's opening up. The last couple of minutes of their quarters, or five minutes, they just reckon there's space everywhere. Everyone's fatigued like they used to be and it's free-flowing and mm. you're starting to see um, more scoring. So it was also quite a challenging year, I would have thought, to coach um, as well. But, mate, Last year was a unique year, not only for footballers, but for everyone that was, that was affected by COVID. So, um, yeah, you know, like anything, you've got to bottle that and, and use it and, and be resilient and, and come back bigger and better. And I think a lot of people had adversity last year and um, the hub wasn't wasn't as uh, fun as I thought it'd be, yeah. Yeah, but yeah, it sounds like it, mate. And like to me, I might be wrong, but it sounds like, you know, last year it obviously really, it really killed you, but... If things went your way and you started getting that passion back for footy, maybe through the local leagues, waffle kind of thing, you wouldn't say no maybe if you got that passion back in the future to, to possibly get redrafted? Is that – have you ever – I mean, it's not, I know it's fresh, but is that have you thought about that at all? No, nah, not really. But um, I know what you mean. Well, if I come out and dominate and was like, holy shit, yeah. I missed this. Yeah. Um, I'm only 27, 28. I exactly, don't think yeah. I'd – go back. I don't think I'd get a gig. If you, if you want a younger guy, unless it was all I played footy for was the flag, mate. Like, let, let's be clear. I yeah. wanted a premiership. Yeah. And when you're not in that 
I was very lucky to play in finals at um, Frio. But the back end of those years was like, they were built, rebuilding. So that was a bit of like, oh, well, there's no real, like, you know, when the club, when the, when the, when the CEO is saying we're rebuilding and you're like, no, we're not. We're trying to win a flag. Yeah. It's hard to hear. And then, like I said, I think my time was up anyway as a giant. So like, nah, I don't think I'd go back. Yeah. Nah, fair enough. What Did you enjoy it more at, at Frio or, or GWS? Oh, they're both amazing. Like, yeah. The people I've met at both places. There are people from the, I'm talking the, like the fans, the people that work match day, you know, all the volunteers, yeah, yeah, yeah. all the staff, all the coaches, physios, everyone, all the players at both clubs. Like, I miss them. That's what, they're the people that you miss. You, mm. you know, you, it is really hard to uh, explain, but when you walk into the facility and you just like, I don't know, you got to crack a gag, give someone some shit, yeah. you know, just get around each other. There's, it doesn't matter, you know, you kind of leave life at the door and you rock up and you're just trying to get better and when you walk out you, you step into a new new shoes and you know get on with it but that's probably something that i miss and it's something i'm very grateful for yeah 100 percent. hey so let's look in the future mate you have a kid do they go for the dockers or the giants who are you making them support <laughs> <laughs> oh mate, oh, i've got no idea it's a good question <laughs> i've never <laughs> thought of it never thought of Hey, do you have, um, before I move on to like this year, do you have a uh, like a, a funny story under Ross? Because I know he's an interesting character, mate. It must have been a real um, experience to uh, to play under him. What was he like as a, as a coach? Yeah, he's good. I look, I look back now and like he was ruthless, but he was like, he taught me a lot. Yeah. I think he's, um, I think a few other players need a Ross to like understand, um, you know, understand how different... I think the best part about Ross and Leon is they're so different. Mm. So, I've understood, like, you learn different styles. Um, but he's taught me a lot about footy and life. And, yeah, he's ruthless. But, like, when you've got high standards at a footy club and you're getting results, mate, there's no better, there's no better place to be. Mm. If you're getting dropped for not delivering on actions that stand up at the big time, then... No dramas. Um, so, yeah, learn a lot and we'll try to continue those things into later in life. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, enjoyed enjoyed my time underneath both coaches, mate. And in terms of funny stories, oh, mate, I, I'll try to, try to move on from all the sprays I caught, mate. It's, <laughs> it's, it's caught too many. <laughs> That's nah, good, mate. I wanted, um, hey, I wanted to ask you this question because I got asked it a few weeks ago and I thought this would be a good one for Tommy because you've said that like the last few years you've learned a lot about yourself and your, your coaches have both had a f- huge influence. I look forward to, say, your 60th birthday, right? What, what do you want people to say about you as a person? We'll be back after a quick break.
people. I hope people understand that. Um, I think it's sixty. I just I'd do anything for anyone, you yeah. know. Like if you need help, I'm always here, and they know that, and they can always call me, and um, and that's you know that's what it's all about. I've always I've, I've always said that I feel I feel my happiest when I'm helping other people, and they are happy. And that's one thing Footy gave us. It was you go you go give the fans you give the fans a bit of energy. You know, I was a bit of a spud, right? Can you imagine I was in that five or you know or Toby Green oh, like? So I try to tell these boys, you've got to light it up when you see these fans. It just makes their day, and they, and they do. And that's the kind of stuff that I used to enjoy. And if it wasn't me, I used to love setting up kids that, that wanted to meet their idols, yeah, you know, yeah, without yeah. them knowing. And, um, and it's a bit like that in life. If you can help someone um, help someone out, that, that, that's kind of like what you, what you kind of hang your hat on. And, yeah, I was a bit of a family man and, um, yeah, kind of like making people smile as well. So. Yeah. Yeah, mate. Yeah, you, I, I, I hope they say something like that. <laughs> yeah, no, nah, 100%, mate. And you're far from a spud, mate. I'll, I'll tell you what, you were just unlucky with injuries, but you're a brilliant <laughs> bloke, mate. And you're, you're too generous. So I really appreciate you coming to chat. Do, would you jump into the media? Because I reckon you'd be a natural. And like watching you doing the uh, the lockdown league, you were hosting that. You get along with the boys, you crack the joke. Surely you're going to jump in the media. Yeah, I think there's definitely, I've got to, I reckon there's, there's some new media that needs to happen, and I'm, yep. I'm working on what I want to do. I feel like I did the gaming stuff last year with all the boys, and they really relaxed in that. I love that. Uh, I've done a bit of, you know, some, some, some funny stuff with Bill on the, and, and other stuff on the footy show. Um, I'm really big on NFL. Like, I've, mm. yep. I, I'm a massive NFL fan. I, I think I might start my own show, um, yeah. put it out there here. I, I'm going to do it. I'm just going to work out how it's how it looks and how it, how it works, but I'm really keen, really, really keen to do something in that space. And then in terms of AFL players um, or the AFL media, I don't know what it is, but there's definitely potential to do something. It's got to work out, yep. you know, what it is and, and if they want me. But um, I haven't heard anything yet, mate, so I have to... Uh, I have to see if anyone comes knocking off the back of this body. Mate, they'll come knocking. <laughs> don't worry. They'll come knocking, mate. And hey, That's the one thing. That's yeah. the one thing. Just on that, like, I feel like when the media asks an AFL player, how's the footy going, they don't want to tell them, right? Yeah. It's, just, it's, just, it's simple truth. But get them on there and ask them about things they love and you'll see their true colours shine and that's what they need to do. They need to start just getting them in a safe and a relaxed environment because... The truth is, you can't actually comment on things. You can't comment on things mm. because you've got to act upon the team. So when you comment on, if you ask me a question about a player, I can't actually tell you the truth because a, it's, it's four walls, four arms. That's what Ross would say. It's, it's, it's you know, you you got to stay uh, loyal to who's inside the four walls. So they're never going to give the media exactly. what they want. So I, I think they need to change what they do with these players sometimes. And that's why I think talking about NFL and playing PlayStation games and making it competitive and table tennis comps and all that crazy stuff, I reckon that's what fans would love and make it competitive. Yeah, 100%, mate. And I do another podcast with an old lecturer of mine, um, Sammy Duncan, and we 
talk about this thing as well. That players, they just come, like you said, they don't tell you what what um, what they feel because. But why why do you think that is? Because they're scared of saying the wrong thing. Are they going to cop it from the club or are they going to cop it on social media? Or what what's the reason they're so uh, hesitant to give out information? Like what what is it from from your perspective, well, players' perspective? Well, well, because a you can't like a you don't tell the media what's going on because it's the club. You can't like in terms of. You can tell them stuff that they that they're allowed to hear, but if someone is, say for example, right, someone's a bit unfit or um, sorry, uh, not unfit, uh, injured, right? Yep. Why would a player go out there and tell the media that he is fit or unfit or whatever, like what they want to hear, when it could be a, it could be a strategic game plan um, or a ploy to say that he's playing so that they do all their homework and we've got to stop him this week and he's not playing. You know what I mean? And then all of a sudden they're the game plan's a bit like you've already got them one move in the first quarter, you know. That's right. So that's one example. But I just feel like the players' true colours shine when you ask them stuff that they're really passionate about and they can talk about, and mm. and they do so much good in the community. We should be talking about that stuff a bit more as well. Um, and then uh, and getting around them—that's that's what I'd be doing. Yeah, yeah, hundred no, percent, mate. I love it. Hey, I want to ask you some. Um, I don't know if you enjoy speaking about this, but I'll ask you anyway. Some predictions for this season, man. <laughs> yeah, no, nah, go for it. I love this stuff. Yeah, good. All right, who who wins the flag first off for you? Well, I think Geelong. I, I, I truthfully think Geelong. I hope yeah. the Giants are a three-zero winner, right? But yeah. if I put my strategic hat on, I think Geelong have gone all in. Jezza Cameron's the best forward in the comp. Mm. He'll be in the Coleman. Um, and. Man, you've got to talk about Isaac Smith and um, Higgins. They're genuine star. Like, play on both of them. Like, we used yep. to tag, I think Higgins is the... We're tagging Higgins. And then Isaac Smith, the hardest-running winger, half-forward, whatever you want to put him in the comp. And you've got the Coleman up there next to the other Coleman. Like, gee whiz, it's yeah. a good team. So, no disrespect to anyone else. Like, you know, Richmond and all that will be there and West Coast and Port. And I think... Um, who do I miss? Oh, Bulldog. Oh, yeah, Bulldogs would be up there. I can top six, but and um, Brisbane, but Geelong for me would be my favourite. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And you got along well with Jezza, didn't you? How was he as a bloke? Yeah, the he's a ripper. He's the best bloke. He's the best bloke ever. Yeah, the outdoor athlete, mate. You should see this bloke on a boat. He's as good as <laughs> he loves fishing, man. Doesn't he? Loves was. fishing. He's the king. He's <laughs> the king. And if you do like fishing, go follow outdoor athlete on yeah. Instagram. Yeah, yeah. He um. He's one of the best hosts as well. If he, ta- if he takes you fishing, he's, he actually really takes pride in, you know, teaching you and, and, and he has, it's, a, it's a ball. So um, there's no doubt he'd be having fun down at Geelong. Yeah, for sure. Hey, you mentioned the doggies then just before. The GWS rivalry with them, that's real, eh? You, they hate each other, yeah, don't massive. they? Yeah, Hate each other. Hate Correct. each other, yeah. Um, big rivalry, prelim, games have been um, physical. I think this year will be grass. Like, I'm not there now, so I don't know what they're talking about. But I reckon, I reckon the Bulldogs are like got a real strong, they got a, like a stronger team this year. Yeah. And they're more mature. Um, and the Giants are Giants are the same Giants, so it'll be good. It'll be good. I can't wait. I can't wait to see. Um, yeah. Can't wait to see that. I'm going to be a really good contest as well. I think the Giants have had the wood over them the last few years. Mm. Um, but uh, I reckon that it'll be. I reckon it'll be a real good match to watch. Yeah, and there's a lot of smack talk on the field, like especially between those two. Like, is it no holds barred? Like, how how hard do they go at each other verbally? 
oh man, I couldn't tell you. I was sitting in the stand. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, you know, there's, I, I think I, I honestly don't know. Like I don't know. Um, it's hard. Yeah, it's hard to comment. Yeah. What about when you were out there though? Back. Like during a big game, you played in finals. Like we, you know. Yeah, I, I can't remember too much. Mate, half the time you're that knackered, you can't even breathe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, honestly, I can't remember. I can't remember too much. Like I don't remember a spray where I was like, "Gee whiz," or yeah. some bloke saying something pretty funny. I remember the crowd heckling. Like we copped it the year after we were minor premiers, um, and the next year we were zero and ten. And I used to, we used to cop it, mate. The fans used to just, used to, I think it was yeah, zero and ten. You can only imagine, mate. They were just. You get your water bottle, you know, when you come off the bench and you get yeah. your water bottle. Yeah. And they're just, start, you know, oh, man, I can't repeat what they used to say. He's just <laughs> ripping in. And you're trying to block it out. I don't yeah. care what you say, mate. I was a weak minded bar. I could, I could hear everything they're saying. You go out there and fluff one on the floor and you're going, oh, no. <laughs> but um, then it seems you look back on and start laughing now. Yeah, yeah. Oh, bloody hell. Hey, well, you, hey, you gave me the Coleman. You gave me a wins the flag. Who wins the Brownlow, mate? Last one. Yeah, I reckon Patrick Chris, the big yep. tripper. I reckon yep. he's ready to go. I mean, Lockie Neal, good mate of mine. He's a superstar. He'll have 50 every game. It's a real tough one. But if I was to pick a new winner, I think I think Cripper. I yep. think if he gets some support, he wins his own ball. He's an absolute unit. Plays forward. Carlton will win a few more games. Uh, that is my prediction. Yeah, brilliant. I love it. That's mine too. I've tipped him Who, as well. Oh, you got, yeah. Who's your um, flag prediction? My flag, oh, I've got to go to the Tigers, mate. You know I'm a Tigers man. So yeah, I, think, well, I mean, yeah, the Tigers have proven. proven. I just haven't, yeah, like for me, they haven't, there's nothing there. I mean, Geelong, you're 100% right with Geelong. I mean, who they've topped up with, they, they look you know, fantastic. But there's no reason for me to tip against the Tigers when they've when they've been there nah, and done you're it before. Right. They're, so. they're, they're, yeah, they're spot on. They're, they're unbelievable. Mm. Um, and my, yeah, Brownlow going Cripper, Coleman, I don't know. The, the only, hes- like I was hesitant for tipping um, Jezza just because I thought Hawkins might take a few goals off him. But I'm not sure. Oh, well, I reckon you Well, you're right. I've got no idea how they're going to work, but they're going to work well together. That's yeah. all we know. Like, but, you know they're both going to kick 50, I reckon. Yeah. Um, if they're going to be the club, if, if everything I've just said comes to fruition, I think they're both going to dominate. So it's a matter of who gets on the end of them. Mm. Sometimes, yeah. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see who does kick the most out of them too. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. I was going to tip Jezza, but then I was thinking about that, that they might take goals off each other. But yeah, I'm not too sure. It's going to be good either way. Mate, hey, I'm going to chuck a couple names at you and you tell me the first thing that comes to your head, okay? Yeah, all right. All right. Okay, cool. Uh, we'll go Brian Taylor. Oh, I can't swear. I already have. So I'm thinking <laughs> of the Boyd commentary. The Boyd commentary when he kicks that goal. Oh, yes. Get that on the ball. And he, and, he, and, yeah. and he lets the F go. That's brilliant, mate. I love that. Boyd took the advantage of played on from inside the centre square. Boyd's kicked the goal. Boyd's oh. kicked the goal from inside the centre. <laughs> I can't believe that. Boyd has kicked the goal from inside the centre square. He's got the magic. Can you believe that? That's my favourite BC moment. Alright. Tom Brady. Tom Brady, Goat. Goat. No doubt in your mind. Unbelievable, isn't he? All right. Um, yeah. Toby Green. One word to describe. So, <laughs> unassuming. Unassuming. Good. Uh, Matt the Boar. Smart. Smart. Good. Stephen Intelligent. Kinnear. Intelligent. Yeah. 
yep. professional too, I reckon. That's what comes to my mind. Keneal- yeah, very. Yeah, Stephen Canelio. Perth Glory. <laughs> he loves his soccer, doesn't he? Dustin Martin. Oh, it's the king. He is the, he's the, he's the AFL goat. Yeah. Uh, Margot Robbie. Stunning. Stunning. She wore the glasses too, didn't she? Yeah, she's rocked the Rixies back yeah. in 2017. I'll never forget it. I was on the team bus heading the Gold Coast, got yeah. out of the airport and bang. Got the, um, got the photo of her in the in the Havana Drays, mate. They're no longer online, but no, she was rocking them through out. the LAX airport. <laughs> oh, they sold out. Nah, they actually, they actually weren't that much of a... They weren't that hot at the time, but no. they did sell out after she rocked them. Yeah, mate, that's unbelievable. That's awesome. I love that. And who was yeah. who else? Who else wore the glasses? That was that was. Oh, I've had a few. Cushy's Aussie, just amazing. Um, yeah. well, OBJ's my favourite because he's NFL and, yeah. or one of my favourites. Um, he rocks the orbits, and I've seen him rock them in suits and casual and streetwear, and it's just it's so good to see because it's just like. It's just next level when I think about it. It does make me happy. 100%, mate. I love it. Hey, I could talk to you, mate, all day, but I'll end with 10 quick questions, quick fire ones, and then I'll let you go because I know you're a busy yeah. man, all right? <laughs> no dramas, mate. All right. Your favourite food, Tommy? I love Asian fusion. Love it. Beautiful. Your favourite movie? Well, probably The Longest Yard or yeah. Happy Gilmore. Yeah, yeah. Love it. Favourite commentator? I love DT. Mm. Your least favourite journalist? Oh, I don't know many, mate. So I'm not sitting on the fence here. Yeah. No, that's all right. You can say me. That's all right. Um, I love you. (laughs) (laughs) I love you too, mate. Uh, Would you rather trade some intelligence for looks or looks for intelligence? And I know you've got plenty of both. So which one? Oh, I'd like intelligence. A bit more intelligence. Yeah, you got plenty, but yeah, there you go. And you got plenty of looks anyway, so it won't make a huge difference. Uh, <laughs> if you could have dinner with anyone in the world other than me, who would it be? Oh, good question. I'm fascinated by Dwayne Johnson, The Rock, The Rock Johnson. Yeah. Um, but, 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 I do love me NFL. Um, you see, everyone thinks I'm going to say Tom Brady, but I'm not. But I don't reckon he... I reckon I'd, I'd, I'd enjoy probably talking to, like, the Gronk or... Oh, yeah. it's a hard one, man. I'd have to sit down and think about it. I oh, want a real pick character. Someone. You have to pick someone, mate. Oh, oh Mark Wahlberg. I wouldn't mind knowing yeah. a bit more about him. That'd be good. Yep. Done. Um, what's what's the worst pickup line you've ever used? you got to be honest here, mate. I know you would have dropped the... Hey, you know who oh. I play for. You, you, know, <laughs> you know what I do for a job? That sort of stuff. Oh, yeah, I was trying to think of one. I got an inappropriate. Can't think of one, man. Um, oh, Lukey Ryan used to have a few, but yeah. I can't think of what it was. <laughs> oh, I'll have to come back. I'll tell, you know what? I'll call you in the next few days. I'll uh, tell you what it was. Okay, but I can't done. No, nah, that's right. You got to yeah. Text it to me, man. You got to let me know. All right. Two more. Who's your favourite AFL player of all time? Oh, James Hurt. James Hurt. Yep. Matt. Yeah. Uh, I like this. Two more. Sorry. Maccas or Hungry Jacks? Uh, McDonald's. McDonald's, good. What's the what's the meal of choice do you go after? Pretty pretty cruisy. I I just get a um oh I don't know like big chicken. Yeah. Depends what time it is, man. I don't really 
don't really go there much, truthfully. Like, I do enjoy a burger, but if I did go there, it's always a chicken or a quarter pounder. Um, a little strawberry shake. Love a strawberry shake. That's <laughs> all right. Last one, mate. What makes you angry? Makes me angry. Probably getting dropped or doing a cast. Yeah. Turn on. Bloody I don't know. Yeah. Nah, that's a Everything, you know, just a, sometimes little things make you angry, you know? Yeah. I don't know. It's a good question, man. I actually need to start thinking about this stuff. I never thought about it before. No, that's all right. Self-reflection, mate. That's all right. Learning what about you? Me. What makes you angry? Uh, traffic. Traffic makes me real angry. Oh, yeah. That's yeah, pretty, yeah, 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 yeah. Now you're starting to get me... Now you, See? you know what makes me angry, actually? What's that? Like, just people doing unhygienic things in the kitchen. Yeah. Or just little things, you know, like... Just little things like that. Yeah. Oh, like this morning, my housemate, yeah, hopefully he listens to this. My housemate, he works as a tradie. Yeah. Woke up at five. He's slamming doors and sprinting up oh. the stairs. That made me angry. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> that makes you angry. Oh, I can imagine. Nothing worse. I was going to tell him, I'm like, oh, I'll just send the podcast. So I have the cold shoulder. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, you're a bloody legend. Tell him now. Yeah, you do it. Uh, it's hard. I actually don't know. I've the little, you know, those little things that just make you angry. Yeah. That's pretty funny. 100%. Yeah. Hey, Tommy, you're a bloody legend, mate. I appreciate it so much. Um, this is probably the most fun I've had ever on an interview. So it's really uh, <laughs> greatly appreciated, man. And anytime you want to have a chat, even off air, mate, you have a, yeah, and you can come over to mine for a beer whenever you want. Yeah, no, you're in Seth Melbourne, mate. You're on the big bucks. I'll be, I'll, be, I'll be holding you to that. I can't <laughs> wait for a beer. You're a legend, mate. All right, I'll let you go. Enjoy your cousin's birthday, and we will chat soon. Yeah, done, mate. Done. Pleasure. Thanks for having me. Thank you, brother. See ya. See you, Tommy. Yeah, mate. Bye.